30s Saturday. Then we'll have a sunny afternoon Saturday, mid-50s, sunshine the afternoon Sunday, low 60s. Ralph Sanjay, WGSO. A large selection of guns, hunting items, and fishing equipment. New and collectibles, knives, archery, and more at the Thibodeau Gun Show. 9 to 5 Saturday, 9 to 3 Sunday, January 13th and 14th. At the Warren J. Harang Jr. Municipal Auditorium, 310 North Canal Boulevard, Thibodeau. Free for all law enforcement in uniform or with ID. 12 and under free. For more info, go online, click rrrevents.com. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. It's time to join Huck and Dave for one hour of educational news and conversation. They will discuss the current events that you are not going to hear on the mainstream media. The left wants to silence our free speech and take away our liberties. Huck and Dave want to open up the lines of communication and allow you, our listeners, to speak about what America wants. Call Huck and Dave for open discussions at 504-556-9696 or you can reach them at Liberty or Live. Lockdown.live. Now, let's go live and direct to Huck and Dave for Liberty or Lockdown. Welcome back to Liberty or Lockdown. This is Huck. And this is Dave. And we're back here another Thursday. It's our first Thursday of the year, Dave. We um, were not here last Thursday. Dave was out. Yeah, we were getting ready for my mom's um, celebration of life service. And Martha was out for a different reason. Yeah, I was out because my son Dawson was in the hospital all last week uh, fighting for his life. But the Lord prevailed, and the body of Christ prayed, and we got him through it. So how's he doing? He's doing better. He started school yesterday. So oh. I know. I'm talking about a miraculous Yeah. Um, I was given a lady came up to us last night, and uh, another woman that I know from uh, a church that I had attended to. She said, you know, I was praying for your son at the same time I was praying for another young girl in Mississippi, and um, I'm going to her funeral tomorrow. Ooh. She had the same thing your son had. Wow. And my heart hit the ground because all I can do is, you know, have sorrow in my heart for that mother, but praise God that we still have Dawson with us. Oh, yeah. So tell us about um, your mother's uh, memorial. Well, you know, people say, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, but it's not like she died young. She made it to 95 and a half years old, and... She was healthy up until about the last four weeks. She was still able to drive, believe it or not, and drive decently. She wasn't all over the road. That's incredible. And so just all of a sudden, um, she developed a tumor. Well, I guess it had been there for a while, and nobody noticed it. And so it, it took her within about three to four weeks. But my niece came to town and was a full-time caretaker, and then I relieved my niece um, you know, every day for a few hours. So mom always had somebody with her, and she was not in pain up until about the last three days, and we had a wonderful hospice. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the hospice, but uh, anyway, they were great, and they had given us everything we need. So when she started to be in pain, uh, she was able to get morphine, and they were really, really good about taking care of her. So when it was time, my cousin called and asked if she could come over and pray for my mom. I said, absolutely. So I was in the room. My niece was in the room. My cousin was praying, and mom was unconscious, and she was having difficulty breathing. But um, as my cousin was praying, we noticed about halfway through that mom stopped breathing. Oh, very, very peaceful. So... All of the my mom's grandkids came into town, and we had a really nice memorial for her. It was uh, at a, a on Terry Parkway and Carol Sue. There's a really nice country club, Terrytown Country Club, and they have a, a venue for hosting events like that. And it was perfect. Uh, we had probably about 80 people there, half relatives, half members of my mom's senior citizen club. And we even had a little line dancing and a lot of food. Mm -hmm. You know, mom didn't want anything sad. It was a very joyful occasion. 
So uh, I was... Sounds like she transitioned into her eternal life yeah, while I was, praying, and that's beautiful. That's about the best way to go. That is. It's, yep. It is the best way to go. So I'm glad that that, uh, you know, that turned out to be such a beautiful um, celebration of life, Dave. Oh, yeah. It was nice. Okay. Well, today we're going to be talking about um, redistricting at some point, but right now we have uh, Chair, is that uh, Lenar Whitney on the line? So we're going to bring Lenar Whitney in, and we're going to be talking about open primaries versus closed primaries. Lenar, are you with us? Uh, yes. How are you doing, Martha? Good, good. I had a great conversation with you today, and, um, you know, I think... I've been questioning this for a while, so I, I, I really needed to understand the difference, and I think today you were really helpful in getting me over that hump of understanding the difference between the open primaries and the closed primaries, and we've talked about this a couple of times on air, um, and I just want to reiterate this because it is a topic of discussion, and it will be something that we, as the Republican Party moves forward, we need to understand the difference between open primaries and closed primaries and the benefits of it being open or the be- or the pros and cons of it being closed. And so this is why I have Lenar Whitney with us. She's uh, Chairwoman Lenar Whitney. So tell us about it. Good. Thank you so very much. Well, you know, um, there's a special session that had been called by um, our new governor, Jeff Landry, and that starts on Monday. And the purpose of that is for the redistricting of the congressional districts. A court ordered that we um, redistrict, um, actually, the congressional districts. So there's right. 14 items on the call, and um, they'll be discussing they'll be discussing that according to law and the judgment. We have to do that. And we already and did all- this once, but we're just it was disputed, and I think we're at it again. And so that's where we're, why we're in the court of law now. That's right. It got thrown to the courts, and the court ordered that we change the districts. And so that's what we're going to do. And then I think from there, then he goes to him for um, he over he sees he looks at it, or I'm not sure what the final process is. But I know on Monday there's 14 items on the special session agenda dealing with uh, redistricting of the congressional districts, and also for um, as you mentioned the closed primary. Right. One so second. Been- so before I forget this thought, so body of Christ, be playing, be praying about redistricting. Redistricting. Um, we're not going to get into that too much right now, but be praying about that because we want the hand of the Lord on that because we want it to, uh, you know, be what's best for the voters. Okay. Go ahead. Correct. Yes, thank you so very much. Absolutely. And then um, and the other item, another item on there is closed primaries. So we've been having, um, we've been operating under this open primary, or as some of us refer to it as the jungle primary. So there's about eight states that operate this, this way. Most of the other states, all of the other states, operate under closed primaries, which basically means that the Republicans will um, go to the polls and they will elect one Republican to represent them in the general against a Democrat. So it has to be 50 plus one. So you may have, you know, in case if there is a runoff, even with the Republicans, it'll be narrowed down to one Republican who will face off a Democrat in a general. Um, this is good. It eliminates a lot of the endorsement process by which the um, LAGOP or Executive Committee or State Central Committee or the Republican RPECs have been um, active in doing. And quite frankly, as a member of the Executive Committee, I think it's a great thing that the Republicans of the state of Louisiana actually go to the polls and they vote for the Republican that they want to have represent them against the Democrats. Um, it's uh, a better system and a better way to elect conservative, uh, conservatives into office. And that's what we've been um, actively wanting for so long. You know, we always, as Republicans, oh, elect the conservatives. We want the conservatives. And, you know, get the rhinos out, you know. So this is a way by which we can do this. In the past, what happens is with this jungle primary And Louisiana is basically split a third, a third, and a third. Democrats are a little bit heavier and more than the Republicans. Republicans kind of land in the middle. And then there's um, independent no parties and others on the other side. 
All right, well, listen, and we're going to so, take a hard break real quick. Keep that thought, and we're going to pick up right where we left off. This is Liberty or Lockdown speaking with Lenar Whitney. Girl, country love and mercy more than Hello, Patriots. My name is Connie, and I am a fellow Louisianian. I started an online store in 2019 exclusively selling products which are made in the USA. My site is AmericanCentralStore.com. That's AmericanCentralStore.com. The reason for this ad is that I need products. I am trying to find drop shipping merchants with Louisiana-made products that can ship directly to the customer. If you are a Louisiana merchant who makes quality products, and if you can drop ship your products directly to the customer, I would love to hear from you. The only products I cannot carry right now are clothing items, but will carry those in the future. Please visit my site at AmericanCentralStore.com. Click the Contact Us link for the phone number and email address. Thank you, Patriots. Be American. Buy American. Chicken, chicken, chicken! Some of them old bars down in the Louisiana legislature are willing to let teachers teach our kids that all white people are inherently racist. And that Louisiana is a racist state and that America is a racist country. Them old bars are too chicken to stand up for America. They ought to be put out on the chicken farm. Hi, this is Kevin Carr, host of Fat Guys at the Movies. Listen every Sunday at 8 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, the community voice of the Crescent City. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day that will still be discussing and debating the hot topics. Wednesdays at 5. Here on WGSO. Got your license to grill? Call Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO, and tell us all about it. Don Clement and Patty B. are waiting to hear your cooking secrets. Welcome back to Liberty or Lockdown. We are not going to take it anymore. Lenar Whitney, where did we leave off? Uh, Well, we were just talking that... Um, to give an example of why the closed primary system is um, more beneficial to electing conservatives. So if you have this jungle primary um, and two Republicans end up being, you know, the top of the ticket, and then they go into the general together, well, the Democrats usually will vote for the middle man of the Republican. They'll never jump over to the most conservative Republican and cast their votes for them. So a lot of times our elections, when there are two Republicans in the runoff, the Democrats are voting for the, the, the lesser conservative uh, Republican, you know, so, or the rhino. You know, they're not, they're not jumping over the middle man to get all the way to the far right. 
So this way, the Republicans will vote for the Republican candidate of their choice, and then the Republican will go against the Democrat in the general. Um, and so it eliminates a lot of this fracturizing. You know, we've, we've heard about through the Republican Party. You know, the Republicans are just beating up on each other all the time. And then by the time you get to the polls, you're looking at them and going like, oh, my goodness. You know, hold your nose and just vote for one because, you know, the, both candidates have been at it for so long. Well, this kind of ends that. You know, we go to the polls, Republicans the closed primary, Republicans only can vote for Republican candidates, and Democrats can vote for Democrat candidates. And uh, that way, then in the runoff, in the general, then um, you can vote however you want. So but, what then, we were talking about is is that basically it, it gives the power back to the voter instead of these PACs or PECs or state central committee, and um, it, it allows the voter to determine if you're a Republican, you get to vote for that candidate. And then it removes the Democrat from voting for the moderate or the rhino. Correct. In the general. Well, in the general, anything can happen. But in the primary, exactly. It'll be the Republicans only who will choose their candidate. Which, you know, if you're part of the Republican Party, that's what you want to do. You, As a Republican, you want to choose your Republican candidate to represent you in the general. And that's, and that's what would happen. And um, so I think this is um, a great move for the Republican Party. We have um, Jeff Landry upon his um, uh, nomination or when he announced that he was going to be running for governor. He asked, we asked if he would be in favor of this. He said, yes, he would. And one of his first actions as governor has been, you know, to call a um, special session. And this is on the, um, the docket for um, Monday, one of the line items. So this is um, a good step forward for Louisiana, and um, we've been trying to get close, primar uh, close primaries. We've been under this jungle primary, I think from like 1986, 85-ish, somewhere around there with um, um, Edwin Edwards. Right. And he realized that this was a good opportunity for the Democrats, you know, to be able to win elections. And now, as we were talking earlier, you know, the Blue Dog Democrats of Louisiana do not represent the left-wing radical liberals of the Democrat That's Party. That's correct. And, and so this is a great opportunity for, you know, Blue Dog Democrats to look and say, you know what, I really, I vote for Republicans all the time. And now we have a close primary coming up with our presidential um, primary on March 23rd. So if you're not a Republican, uh, you will not be able to vote for President Trump in that close primary. So go change your registration. I think you have up until February 21st to change your party affiliation so you can vote in the closed primary for President Trump. And then in additional, you know, and in further elections, future elections, you'll have that opportunity also. So let me ask you like something. Is that going to harm if they if they get this through, uh, you know, uh, the special session and they change it to an open primary, would this apply for the election for 2024, November? The closed primary? Um, well, we already have picked our nominee. Yeah. So we have the presidential nominee is picked under closed primary already. That's so correct. President Trump will be picked under a closed primary, and he'll be the nominee. But future elections, um, you know, maybe uh, congressional um, on the 2024 ticket okay. in November, this um, would apply to the um, congressional races, you know, if we can get it, um, if it passes, the governor signs it, then it promulgates, and then, um, you know, it can be um, initiated or enacted uh, now, let me, let me, let me, okay, so I was not sure about this because, well, um, you know, many people really love and adore Billy Nungesser, and then they call him a moderate, and then they refer to Jeff Landry as the conservative, and so if it were the two of them, then the Democrats would come in, and they would be voting for Billy, and so he would get both Democrat and Republican, whoever likes him on the Republican side, and so that would have caused him to have a lot more votes, so that's why Billy, Lieutenant Governor Bill Nungesser, was opposing that, because he feels like he's for the people, both sides, and... Um, you know, I, I'm saying this because this is what he told me personally. And then also, 
Um, but I like, so I was on the fence with this until you continued to explain it to me because I'm a true conservative Republican. I, uh, you know, I'm like the right side of the Republican Party, <laughs> the right arm of the right of the Republican Party. <laughs> and um, so, it, you know, it, it really took me a minute to, to, to get to understand what you were saying. But I do agree with that because today's Democrats are not the blue dog Democrats. Like you mentioned. And if you are a Democrat, a blue dog Democrat, you really do need to go change your party to a Republican because you are a conservative Republican in these day, this day and age. Uh, and so we want to see you um, be able to vote for those Republican candidates of your choice and in those primaries. Correct. Exactly. You know, as Republicans, you know, we stand for life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, constitutional liberties, That's and freedoms. Uh, smaller government, uh, you know, less taxes, yes. uh, you know, just kind of um, reducing the size of government. You know, we don't really need to be governed, you know. We Religious need to freedom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We have, the government is way too big right now, yeah. and it really needs to be, um, you know, reined in. And the only way to do that is through electing conservatives and now changing laws because we've had such an expansion of this, both from the state government and also federal governments, that um, we really need uh, super super conservative majorities, which we have super majority in the House and in the Senate right now. And so, hopefully, um, with those high numbers, I think we have like you know seventy three House reps and twenty eight um, senators. You know, and so I mean we've got um, good numbers. You know, like like I said, a two thirds majority. So, and a governor, a Republican governor at the top of the ticket. So we should be able to get a lot of things done, you know, just like, you know, we're hoping in 2024 when Trump's um, elected, you know, reelected as president of the United States, that will, you know, the ball will be rolling down the court a whole, you know, really fast just to try to initiate and get a lot of things done. And if we do close the primary, then, I mean, yeah, close the primary, then, um, That'll be an opportunity for us to pinpoint those rhinos. Well, I think even on the vote, I think, you know, on this special session vote, you know, we'll look at that scoreboard and we'll say which of the Republicans did not vote for the closed primary, you know, and then we'll say, oh, you know, they may be showing their true colors at that point, you know, because if you're a true conservative, you're not, uh, you're not afraid of closed primaries because, you know, I'm, I'm a conservative, you know, as myself. I mean, I counted myself as a conservative. Um, you know, I had a, a great record in the House as, well, as one of the most conservative elected officials and um, a record to stand on and to prove it. And, uh, you know, there was something I was proud of, you know, yeah. and so um, it would be nothing for me to, um, you know, vote for a closed primary. You know, right. We just could not get it passed. All right. Um, We're going to go on a quick break. We'll pick up right when we get back. This is Liberty or Lockdown. When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell And it'll feel like the whole wide world is raining down on you All brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue Some people in the Louisiana legislature want to permit the teaching of critical race theory in our state. That theory says that if two babies are born today, one black baby and one white baby, that the white baby is the mean racist oppressor of the black baby. And that the black baby is the weak, incompetent victim of the white baby. Unbelievable. Those people say that the innocent white baby by his DNA is bad and racist, and the black baby by his DNA is a weak victim who can never succeed. Only a total fool would believe or accept this idiocy. Yet, they want to teach this foolishness to Louisiana's young people. Please, call your legislator today and raise some sand. Hello, y'all. Let's talk daily from 4 to 5 about our town. The Cynthia Clark Show is powered by Vinyl Tech, the Gulf Coast's premier exterior home improvement expert. Hello, this is Jack Clay. 
Thank you for listening and participating in the Jack Clegg Show Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Our audience and management have asked us to extend the show to Thursday nights at 7 p.m., and we will do that, at least until the 2024 election is over. We will continue to oppose the rich men north of Richmond who want to control what we think and control what we do. Hello, this is David Jeremiah. Join me each weekday morning at 5.30 or 6.30 for Turning Point here on Talk Radio 990 AM. Join me, BJ Rust, every Saturday night for the Something to Say radio show on WGSO 990 AM and streaming live on WGSO.com. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Colleen Crane. The debate over moving to closed primary elections versus the current open process in Louisiana continues. JMC Analytics and Polling estimates a change would cost the state an extra $90 million annually. But Brent Littlefield, longtime political advisor to Governor Jeff Landry, says such numbers are speculative and exaggerated. Until the bill is introduced and until there's a fiscal note attached to it, we don't know what the cost is. So it's disappointing that those people that are being paid to put out that information and even the news media that's covering it are using figures that are completely pie in the sky. LSU Ag Center crawfish specialist Mark Shirley is predicting this could be the worst crawfish season ever. Agriculture Commissioner Mike Strain says they'll have a better idea in three weeks on how bad the season might be. Once it warms up and we start fishing and then we see what we are catching. Uh, right now, though, the catches have been so minimal that in most areas they've, they've quit fishing. Strain remains optimistic there will be a good supply of crawfish around Easter. LRN. Tiger fans, are you looking for the latest news on all things LSU? Then Tiger Rag Magazine is your go-to source. Whether you pick up the magazine or browse over to the website, Tiger Rag Magazine provides you with the most up-to-date information on all the sports, university, and recruiting news that matters to you. Find it at your local newsstand or online at tigerrag.com. Let's face it, we all know that the recruiting scene at LSU can get a little wild. Don't fret. Now more than ever, Tiger Rag Magazine is staying ahead of the game when it comes to name, image, likeness regulations. Thanks to our Tiger Rag Magazine experts and analysts, we can help you understand what it means to LSU and how you can stand formed on this rapidly changing landscape. Plus, our website makes it easy for fans to get their hands on all the information they need about LSU athletics. Get your subscriptions today. So if you're looking for in-depth coverage of everything LSU, Look no further than Tiger Rag Magazine. Available on newsstands or online, tigerrag.com. Hello, Patriots. My name is Connie, and I am a fellow Louisianian. I started an online store in 2019 exclusively selling products which are made in the USA. My site is AmericanCentralStore.com. That's AmericanCentralStore.com. The reason for this ad is that I need products. I am trying to find drop shipping merchants with Louisiana-made products that can ship directly to the customer. If you are a Louisiana merchant who makes quality products, and if you can drop ship your products directly to the customer, I would love to hear from you. The only products I cannot carry right now are clothing items, but will carry those in the future. Please visit my site at AmericanCentralStore.com. Click the Contact Us link for the phone number and email address. Thank you, Patriots. Be American. Buy American. Now is your chance to get rid of those old pants for good. WGSO supports the New Orleans homeless community through Grace at the Greenlight. Grace needs to restock its free clothing closet for the unsheltered with new or gently used menswear. Donations accepted Tuesday and Saturday mornings, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. at 1526 Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard or anytime at donate.graceatthegreenlight.org. Tired of placing multiple calls to multiple vendors and getting the runaround? Turn to one resource who can get it done, Sir Speedy. We provide a wide spectrum of print, signs, and marketing services, all backed by more than five decades of experience. So when you need that new brochure, direct marketing campaign, or signage to promote your brand, give us a call at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com. Everything you need, one resource, Sir Speedy. Welcome back to Liberty of Lockdown. 
And our guest is on the phone with us. Uh, can you take up where we left off? Still there? Yes. This is Susie. Oh, okay. Well, Susie, hang on. Let's Lenar, continue. Whitney, are we still with Lenar, Whitney? Yeah. All right. Still here. Okay. Let's continue. We were talking okay. about redistricting. No, open primaries, yeah. closed primaries. <laughs> Opening, open, closed primaries. Yes. Right. 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 So, um, so that initiative will be taken up in the, um, you know, in special session starting Monday. So, um, there'll be lots of debates. I'm sure. Lots of questions. We're hoping that. Um, a, a lot of the, um, you know, there's a, a, a few concerns, you know, and all that will be addressed, and um, we'll, be, we'll be able to move forward with this. But the most important thing is to remember is that there's only like seven or eight states that have this jungle primary. Everybody else operates under this closed primary system. And as a, a Republican, conservative, red state, we should be operating under those exact same um laws and rules and um we think that it's it's about time that we make that change right and um i'm i'm with this i'm so for this it's taken me a little bit to, to decide what side i was gonna go with this but um i get it now and i do believe that it is probably the best for the republican party to uh close that primary and so yeah, I, 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 I support it yeah i think in the long run you want a republican against a democrat you don't want a republican yeah running against a Republican, you know, and so, um, and the Democrat Party at this time, and the reason why they're going to fight it is because they know that they're so weak, right? Yeah. So even the Democrats are changing party and trying to, dis, you know, uh, disguise themselves as, oh, I'm going to change to be a Republican, you know. And we've so, been doing it for so long, it's time to try something different, and uh, okay. it's the way it was prior to them changing it to a jungle primary. Uh, to, to, for their advantage. For their advantage, that's right. So yeah. we're going to shut that door, and um, if you want to vote Republican, go change your party. If you're a blue dog uh, Democrat and you really are a conservative Republican, become a Republican. Yeah, we encourage you to we encourage you to do that. I yes. mean, the Republican Party, you know, there's two major parties, and um, we really feel that the Democrat Party has left the you know the I mean they're they're just going. So far left and so Absolute. far liberal. It's you know socialism. Yeah, exactly, <clears throat> exactly. Thank you, Lenar. We appreciate you. You're a blessing to the state of Louisiana. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we let you go? No, thank okay. you. I thank, thank you. you. I appreciate it so much. Thank we'll you for see having you soon. Me All right, thanks a lot. Okay. All right, so we have our, another guest on the phone. Dave, you want to talk about something real quick? I know you got a well, topic, and then we'll bring Susie. Let's in. go with Susie. Okay, Susie Labrie, are you with us? <laughs> I'm right here. Legislative liaison, Susie Labrie, our special guest. We love and adore all the work that you've done over the last couple of years Thank over you. there. And you are um, you are our lobbyist because we, you know, and you're working for the Lord and working for the Republican Party. Oh, and thanks. You're such a blessing and uh, always praying for you uh, to keep doing what you're doing, to be protected and to, for God to give you the wisdom. Um, uh, you know, discernment from the Holy Spirit to, to uh, continue the good fight. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with redistricting. All right. This is my message, so I'm going to read out my message real quick. My, I suggest, this comes from me, myself, and I, okay. do nothing, let the courts finish, and I'm going to tell you why. It's premature to reapportion the congressional districts until there's a final judgment. We should fight to maintain the current district's for now, and only adopt a new plan if other options fail to meet, meaning Dick, okay, Judge Dick. Okay, why do I say that? The, the, the Republican Party should defend original congressional boundaries drawn by the past Louisiana legislators, and of course, now. The case has not been heard, and yet they, whoever that may be, them, the other side, whatever you want to call it, are already thrown in the towel and redrawn these districts. My argument is, Judge Shelley Dick is Obama's judge. Oh, boy. He said the Dick fix had to be redrawn by a certain time. Of course. January the 31st. And to us, January 23rd, because that's the end of this special session. You're going to have to be in session for, I think, five days. Or she, Judge Dick, was going to do it. My rebuttal is, gerrymandering is illegal. If she does that, she's gerrymandering. If anybody to gerrymander, judges legislate and everything. It, and also, it is illegal for judges to be publicly pushing her agenda. 
that's right. The court is only for interpreting, not writing. The legislators is to write, executives to execute and put in action, and the judiciary is only to interpret neutrally, not write. So, my thing, if Dick does what Dick wants to do, we want to catch Dick in the act. Absolutely. Also, my political take is, and here's some political things, we could ride the clock like we're doing the ball games, play volleyball, save time, buy time. Two years to save our congressional districts and congressmen. This might expose and cleanse the crowd out of our judiciary system, whether it be people, law, cases, or what. And this is serious. I want everybody to buckle your seat belts right now. If we lose this effort, it's going to cost us one vote in the House, which means we're going to be one vote short. So... That's the main thing. This is the wake-up call. One vote makes a difference. If we add another liberal or progressive district, or if we lose a district from six to five, we will be short one to two votes in the House of Representatives. If we keep as is, or like the beautiful pre-before, then we could save our vote and have that vote. This is not a local or state issue. This is a national ideological issue. And that's mainly what I'm saying. And I had, and I had consulted several conservative lawyers that interpreted this for me. And it doesn't look good. You have to interpret it. But I think more and more people will understand when they do wake up. Right, because so we, we just did the redistricting. That this is what um, Sharon was doing last year, last session. Yeah, Sharon was had over had a, a, a chairwoman over that committee with the redistricting, and uh, it went through. It was John Stansky was the House and Governmental Affairs. Exactly, Sharon Hewitt was Senate Yes. It's not the best map in the world like it was before because they messed up a lot of precincts, but this is what we can live in. But Dick didn't like it, but Dick wants to make it worse for putting the Dick map on. And that's no. Shelly Dick, the Judge Shelly Dick? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Judge Shelly Dick. And it's Obama-appointed judge. Now, correct me yes, if I'm wrong. Federal but, judge. Federal but, judge. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Susie, wait a second. Yeah. Doesn't the U.S. Constitution say that legislators will determine the voting qualifications for each state? I don't think it mentions yeah. judges. It says the legislators. That's right, Dave. That's right. I, I, that's right. So this it's is illegal. It's an illegal court. move. It's unconstitutional. It's unconstitutional. And challenge this and the courts for that. We, it, that's how you need to do it. That's what my lawyer said. I talked to three lawyers so far, different lawyers, and that's what they seem to think. The public doesn't know about And this is, this is what's happened. It's, there's a lot of confusion and misunderstanding and lack of knowledge even on my part. I had to go get professional training since in the last two days on this. Right. Yeah, uh, that's what I was giving you a heads up. I'm saying it's possible, but the thing we need to do is wake up the people. And I love David's question. I want to admire and thank David for his question because that's people going to ask that question. I still ask that question myself. Ask it again, Dave. Okay. Doesn't the U.S. Constitution as well as the state constitutions specify that legislatures choose the uh, voters' criteria, not judges? Yes. Yep. I'm yet we're yet we're going before an Obama judge to determine whether or not what the redistricting that had already gone through the legislation yeah. already approved and voted in, and now a judge. Here we are again. This is exactly what they've been doing to Trump. They use these judges, these Obama judges, to illegally rule in their favor, and they're breaking the law, and they're judges. That's right. It's lawlessness. It's madness. Everywhere we go, lawlessness. Mm -hmm. That's right. So I agree with you. It needs to stand as is, and we do need to see what this judge is going to do. And then once she does break the law, then they'll have to appeal it. And I, I, but the, prob the, prob the problem with that is, is that when, if she breaks the law and they appeal it, I think 
during the appeal process, we're still going to go by the way the legislators ruled it, ruled it to be, right? Yeah, and it will come back to a new legislator that's going to be well all and trained later, and we have a better legislature, so, so we get better math than what we have for the past year. But until that, let's live with this. Get out the court and go back to the new legislators and the new governor and get the decent map. All right. Hold on, Susie. We'll be right back. This is Liberty or Lockdown. We'll be right back. The government is out of control. They're taking freedoms Send the message, I've had enough, we the people say. What, 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 chicken, chicken, chicken. Some of them old bars down in the Louisiana legislature are willing to let teachers teach our kids that all white people are inherently racist. And that Louisiana is a racist state and that America is a racist country. Them old bars are too chicken to stand up for America. They ought to be put out on the chicken farm. Hey, it's Christian. DTS Appliance Direct is moving to City Park. Go now to their current location, 3240 Paris Road in Chalmette, right next to Winn-Dixie. DTS Appliance Direct is liquidating their current inventory up to 25% off on appliances, high-end appliances, Z-Line, Blaze Grills, Monogram, Cafe, Hire, and many more. Call DTS Appliance Direct. 504-766-0738. Take advantage of this massive, massive deal. Call DTS Appliance Direct 504-766-0738. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Marianne Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Hi, this is Kevin Carr, host of Fat Guys at the Movies. Listen every Sunday at 8 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, the community voice of the Crescent City. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. You might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. Christian Garrick Show on WGSO is your platform. Noon to 2, weekdays, right here on 990 AM WGSO. Ryan Richardson here. Tune in every Saturday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon on WGSO 990 AM for conversations with Ryan Richardson. I pledge allegiance to this flag. And if that bothers you, well, that's too bad. All right, welcome back. So, Susie, any last uh, top, anything you want to say before we let you go? Oh, on redistricting, just just let go through the courts and uh, just do nothing. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, and, and um, so is there anything that our uh, listeners can do to, they can call the legislators? Uh, yeah, you could call the House of Representatives, 225-235, I mean, 225 Three four two six nine four five during the le- the session starting Monday at four p.m. That's the House of Representatives. The Senate is three four two two zero four zero. All the area code is two two five. 
And also, I have written in the post, if you want to copy and paste, how to get in touch with your legislators. Um, that's where they'll be. They're going to meet at 4 p.m. Monday, and they're going to cease uh, on uh, 20, uh, Tuesday the 23rd of the month. And um, I have more information, which I'm going to share next week, on the past Executive Committee races and the State Central Committee races. But I did post everything you need to know in there because there's a lot of links in there because we need to make it easy to see our candidates. And I'm telling you how you get your maps and your voters, and you can order that from the LACO. Do me a favor, too. Go back onto the posts and put the uh, phone number. For those who are on live stream, they can pick it up real quick on there for the House and the Senate. And so what we'd like to do is keep sure. So what we'd like to do is keep the uh, redistricting as is right now. And um, yeah, for, for the body of Christ, pray about this Obama judge who pray, pray. is trying to, you know, yeah, do what she's doing. Um, hmm. <laughs> not not in favor of uh, what what we're really a judge is supposed to be doing, right? Yep. Um, so, no, all right. All interpret. Don't write, interpret. Write bills That's right. Does, we're ready to uh, challenge right. that. All right, Susie. Thank you so much. We're going to take a quick call real quick. Uh, Matthew thank from Metairie, you. you're with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. What's Bob, your question? Uh, Dave, uh, Susie, so uh, yes. two questions. One, hasn't the Supreme Court already decided on this, and this is because they decided against the Alabama uh, district district map, and uh, so basically it's not unconstitutional according to the Supremes. And won't this actually split up the Democrat uh, district, the uh, the second district, and force cause? The appearance of two fifty-one percent minority districts. They haven't decided how to do it. They want to take four or five. And can you hear me? Because I, I yes. don't know if I'm still on. Yeah, they want to get one of those two, one of those North Louisiana districts, or mix and make it to where they could get another liberal district, a black district, progressive district. And and in my opinion, you don't have enough black people to make another cluster it's gerrymandering and that's what it is it's gerrymandering as far as the, the traffic in the court and going about from for, back and forth that's new to me because i'm not a lawyer would have to ask our lawyers that yep. and i'm glad okay, you asked well, that question well, and keep, and you, keep right. asking that around yeah and what was the other okay. question no that, that's about it you still on telegram all right, thank y'all so much. The Lord bless y'all. We got yeah, to get going. Go right. ahead, Dave. Y'all have a good evening. Okay, I just want to throw one little quick thing. I got started on Liberty or Lockdown because I was giving the weekly COVID statistics, and Dr. Fauci was pushing this and saying, oh, we have to uh, do social distancing, and uh, we have to get vaccinated and all. This was kind of funny. This week... Dr. Fauci was testifying before Congress uh, at the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic, and he was asked by lawmakers various questions, and when he was pressed on why the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released guidance in the early months of the pandemic, urging people to remain six feet apart, Fauci admitted this policy was likely not based on scientific data. Rather, the social distancing guide and guideline just sort of happened. It sort of just appeared, Fauci said, according to Representative somebody or other from Ohio. So, you know, the stuff, oh, yes, the science says stay socially distanced. No, it wasn't the science. It was just some made-up stuff. And he also admitted that, yeah, it sure looks like the COVID thing came from a lab in China and it got loose. So that's not just some wacko conspiracy theory. That's even Dr. Fauci admitting that. So, uh, mm. But they forget to mention that it, it was actually originally created in North Carolina lab and that uh, President Trump shut that lab down before those vials were shipped over to the Wuhan 
Yeah. So um, we have, uh, and this goes back to a lot of the Ukraine labs that were, we discovered, you know, when when they were going through the war, there were a lot of labs. And remember, if we did a show on that, I actually had an email sent to me from the, um, con- con- from the contractors who built the labs. Hmm. So we have that on one of our shows. The laboratories were a big deal, and they still are, apparently. Yep. Well, I'm wondering, you know, I'm not anti-vaccines in general, but from what I'm seeing now, the people who are getting COVID looks to me like that's the people that got vaccinated for COVID. Yeah. Have you seen that? I have. It's sad. Yeah. And one of Bill Gates's um, advisors, one of his vaccine scientists, predicted there may be a sharp population decline of up to 30 to 40 percent in highly vaccinated countries. Hmm. So that so-called vaccine, I, I completely trust my government now, don't you? No. Less <laughs> and less and less. Yeah. You know, let me say something to you real quick. So when I went to bring Dawson over to his pediatrician, do you know that the, the lady who checked me and said to me that I was removed from his account, that I, when he turned 14 two weeks ago, as the parent, they removed me from his portal and he's standing next to me and she says and I have to get his permission to put him back put you back on the portal say what yes so I looked at her and said are you serious she says yeah you need his permission for you I said he's a minor I don't need his permission for anything you put me back on the portal legally I'm his mother and y'all don't that's a policy that Children's Hospital made through Napoleon Pediatrics that you, your child at 14, this all goes back to taking the parental rights away from the mother and allowing a 14-year-old child or a teenager, a young boy or girl, to make a decision. He looked at the lady and says, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, wow. I had to turn to my son and ask him for permission for him to put me back on the portal. And jokingly, he tells her no. Oh, <laughs> oh that was not a good thing. <laughs> but, uh, you know. He, s- somebody needs to sue it's unbelievable. So, of course, he's joking, and he puts me back on the portal. And I didn't complain because my son's sick, and I don't want them to boot me out the system right now. Yeah. But here I am, able to speak about it. Children's Hospital and Napoleon Pediatrics, they have a new policy that when your child is 14, they will boot you out the, the, the uh, portal as the mother or the father. That's bizarre. It is bizarre. So, all right. So, any last words? We do have the Women's Republican Luncheon next Friday at Vincent's Italian Restaurant. Um, you can email me at huck at WGSO.com or Women's Republican Club of New Orleans.com. And RSVPS, it's from 11 to 1 p.m. We'll be talking about the redistricting, the RPAC, and the State Central Committee races. I am officially qualified to run for RPAC. So vote for me, uh, Martha Huckabee. I'll let you know more about that. And if you're looking for my push card, you'll see it. We'll put Dave, we'll have Dave put it on our website. All right, thank y'all and the Lord bless you. We'll see you next Thursday. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston and New York to